Al, we've got Zelda on the mind. I mean, that's just me in so, general. Well, yes, but let's, let's <laughs> talk about let's talk about some Zelda, but not that Zelda. Not that Zelda. Because we ain't we ain't uh, we ain't ready for that yet. No, we're still going on that one. Still got a ways, still got a ways to go on that one. Mm-hmm. But yes, anyways, hello, welcome to this week's episode of the seasonal anime checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Allen, Ladium. Hello. This is episode three thirty four, and we're gonna talk about a Zelda game that I recently played through. Yep. And Al play played through like thirty years ago. It was not. 30 years ago, but Sorry, I... Sorry, almost 20 years ago. <laughs> that That is true. I played it when it came out originally and um, have played it many times since. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very loved Zelda game for me. I hear it's the 10th best Zelda game. The 10th best? Is that what I called it? On our... When we did our list of Zelda games, it was the 10th best Zelda game. <laughs> yeah that tracks so there's that uh, although like, yeah we're gonna... the kingdom is probably gonna mess around with that listing for a bit look that i mean that we did that like a while ago before so. that came out yeah 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 <laughs> yes. but but yeah minish cap so good but yes we're talking about the minish cap the minish cap it is the minish cap you know the sequel to four swords and four swords adventure oh my god how dare you Uh, so yeah, uh, this game came out in 2004 in Japan and Europe regions. I don't, I don't know why it came out in Europe before it came out in North America. That's a weird thing, but okay. Uh, came out in January 2005 in North America, while in November 2004 for Japan and European regions. Uh, came out in Australia on April 7, 2005. Uh, was on the Wii U Virtual Console on June of 2014. And then came to the Nintendo Switch Online Game Boy Advance for Nintendo Switch Online for, on February of 2023, which feels like seven years ago. Yep. Um, did you notice what day it came out in, in North America? Oh, your birthday. My birthday. Your birthday. I was gifted by... The powers that be, the Minish Cap on my birthday. It's, you, it's true. It's true. It's probably actually just my mom, but <laughs> I, uh, I, I want to say I hate this first sentence on the Wikipedia when it comes to setting. Oh no! Within the Zelda chronology, <gasps> the Minish Cap takes place between Skyward Sword and Four Swords, making it the second story in that timeline. Um, I've said it before. You've said it's it stupid. before. You've, it's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> Stop no. paying attention to the timeline. It doesn't matter. I do like that they call this a prequel to Four Swords, which is very funny. That is very funny. But also, was, like... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I was definitely thinking when playing this, because like, they introduced that mechanic at some point. Mm-hmm. I was like, did this game come before... Was this, like, the inspiration for Four Swords? But no, apparently Four Swords came before this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which seems very not... That seems out of place. I like how they just tried to like shove it in there. Like this isn't actually like the Master Sword or anything, so it doesn't really have any plot relevance to anything else. But it, it'll go right here. It's fine. Like screw the timeline. <laughs> you know the the most the most uh, timeline uh, uh, canon game Four Swords. Four of course, Swords. And Four Swords Adventure. Oh my 
everyone knows they are very you know prominent to the overall ar- overarching story of the Legend of Zelda. Right. Anyways, very important. Let's talk about the development of this game because this was another game made by Capcom and Flagship. Hey, congratulations to this team. They finally made a good Zelda game. It's wow. True. It took, it, third time's a charm. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's gonna make people mad, but oh well. I mean you're right and you should say it. I know. I know. Yeah, I mean like uh, Capcom really really nailed it here and it's I mean, not it's not fair, our fault that oracle games are bad to be fair all they did was basically just remake link to the past which is like that's an easy easy layup <laughs> i mean there might be a reason why i like it so much yeah exactly <laughs> except for this time they made zelda and link friends friends they're friends they're best friends uh, all right, let's go dive into the development and promotion of this game. Ooh, and promotion. Uh, after Capcom and his, in his scenario writing subsidiary flagship had finished developing the Oracle Seasons and Ages of the Game Boy Color, they Blech. began work on a new Zelda game for the Game Boy Advance. Work on the title was suspended to allow the teams to focus on four <laughs> swords. <Ooh. laughs> Yikes. But in February 2003... Choice. Yeah, Shigeru Miyamoto and Eiji Aonuma revealed the development of what would later be called the Minish Cap was well underway. Nintendo launched a website for the Minish Cap in September 2004 showing concepts of Link's shrinking, Link shrinking ability. The game had a cartoonish art style similar to The Wind Waker, as it has a fairy tale setting similar to said game within the world of tiny fairies in a universal fairy tale story. I guess it makes sense, yeah, like, this would be, like, after Wind Waker, but, like, I, my brain is very dumb, and, like, this does not feel like a game that came out in 2005. It feels more like a game that came out in, like, 0203. Right, yeah, so... My brain always thinks that it's O2. It's yeah. definitely not O2. No, it's three years after. Yeah. It's very, very weird. I wonder why both uh, of our brains think O2. Is that like just like the GBA launch window? Maybe. Either way. Uh, an effort was made to make Hyrule Town, uh, the overworld central city hub, feel like a living, breathing city with people going about their ordinary lives. This combined with Link's ability to shrink in size allowed for unique angles on the perspective of a safe town, turning the town into itself into a dungeon of sorts for the player. Alnuomo was reportedly impressed by what the development team was able to achieve with Hyrule Town, particularly given the restrictions of a 2D game, commenting that it even surpasses Clock Town and Majora's Mask. Ooh, high praise. The game's ghost jar was inspired by a gourd that can suck up anything from the novel Journey to the West, uh, several other aspects of the gameplay was were inspired or directly lifted from Four Swords and Four Swords Adventures, both of which Minish Cap serves as a prequel to. No, shut up. <laughs> uh, for example, the gameplay concept of shrinking the Minish size in the Minish Cap is a fleshed out extension of the function of the Nat Nat hat from Four Swords, a hat which allowed Link to shrink into the size of a gnat. Obviously, that's that, you know. That is why it's called the Nat hat. It's in the name. <laughs> Uh, the game contains a development developmental in-joke to the Oracle of Ages and Seasons titles and an optional side quest which sees the player aiding three female travelers from distant lands who are looking for a place to stay. These characters are Din, Nehru, ne- ne- and Faron from the Oracle titles. The players will be able to... Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> the players will be only be able to provide housing for two of the three gals, and although their landlord landlord makes reference to building a third house for the third it's woman, it's because the third Oracle game never got released. 
well, there you go. <laughs> you just, you just, that's the rest of that paragraph, essentially. Oh, I wasn't reading that. <laughs> that's exactly it, though. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, uh, the, first... uh, what does it say? So, sorry, Description no... given for her on in-game figure. Also mentions people take advantage of her when it makes her upset. Oops. I mean, they were right to not make that game. So. No, you're right. You're right. It would have been a third bad Game Boy game. Uh, a first, a first in the Zelda series. The game was released in European territories before North America. The main cited reason for this was the was the Nintendo DS, with the European DS launch scheduled for spring 2005. Nintendo of Europe pushed to make the Minish Cap its handheld Christmas killer app. Interesting. Wild. Uh, conversely, Nintendo of America held back on its release so not to cannibalize the DS market. So did the DS? Hang on, I gotta let's do some further research here. When did the DS come out in North America? November two thousand four. So they held this off so not to get into the DS launch. That just feels unreal. This is this does not feel like a game that came out after the DS. No, it doesn't. What the hell? I wonder. I must have played it on the DS though. I mean, yeah, you could do that, but it's just, it's so bizarre. No, I was just thinking, like, I don't remember playing it on Game Boy Advance ever. Yeah. You know what I also did? What's that? This has got to sound completely bananas. Um, I also had the attachment for the GameCube. The Game that, Boy Player. The Game Boy Player, so that I could play all my Game Boy Advance games um, mm -hmm. from my GameCube, and that's how I played on most of them. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I can't see for shit, so. That's that's also true, and like, you'd have to have the good GBA to be able to actually see. Uh, anyways, hey, did you know the Minish Cap was the best-selling game in its debut week in Japan, selling ninety-seven thousand copies. I am not surprised by that. It was the 62nd best-selling game of 2004 with 196,477 copies and had a total of 350,000 copies overall in the country. Uh, in North America, the Minish Cap sold 217,000 copies in its debut month of January 2005, being the fourth best-selling game of the month. It remained among the five best-selling games in February and March, and it closed the year as the seventh best-selling game of 2005. Wow. God, uh, by March 2000... I was in high school. Yeah. Oh, I... uh, by March of 2005, the game had already sold a million units worldwide, and in the U.S. alone, the Minish Cap sold 680,000 copies and earned $21 million by August of 2006. Uh, what other, like, big games came out in, like, 2005? I was just wondering that. Because this is the fifth best-selling? Is that what I said? Uh, five... Seventh best-selling game. Yeah. Oh, I could just do this. What's selling games of 2005? I guess it's just the same thing if you just if I typed it in regularly. Do 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 do. My computer's like to be slow. Um, let's see. During the period between January 2000 and August 2006, that's a long period. It was the 37th highest selling game launch for the GBA, Nintendo DS, or the PlayStation Portable in the United States. It would end up selling 1.76 million copies worldwide. Uh, the best-selling video game. This does not have the Minish Cap on here, so that's very weird. <laughs> hmm. 
Uh, but let's just say notable games that came out that were hotly high selling. Okay. Such as uh, Gran Turismo 4, Nintendogs, Resident Evil 4, the DS Animal Crossing game. Oh, this is a, this is worldwide. Uh, this again, this does not have a <laughs> minish cap here for U.S. sales or anything. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, some big games, I guess you would say. Yeah, they're pretty big. Uh, Nint- the Nintendo was killing it that year. What about the top game rentals in the U.S. though? Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a big one. Yeah, it was a pretty big deal. Except for, you know, it wasn't a big deal because he was a little tiny guy. Little, you're a little, little guy. He's, He's a little a, guy. Little guy. Uh, the game had a 90 or an 89 out of 100 on the Metacritic for all the reviews and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won, it was ranked as the 20th best GBA game of all time from IGN. It was the 2005 GBA Game of the Year from GameSpot and GameSpy and Nintendo Power. And also, they ranked it as the 24th best game on a Nintendo console. IGN saying it's the 20th best GBA game is wild. Well, what are the top... What is is the other games ahead of it, you might be asking? Yeah, I am asking. If it's not Golden Sun and the Golden Sun sequel, then they're wrong, but... Well, of course, Mario Kart Super Circuit. Oh, my God. Uh, Metroid Fusion. Okay. Super Mario Advance 2 Super Mario World which is just that's just Super Mario World. It's just Super Mario World, which yeah. I mean like great game, but Yeah. Uh Fire Emblem, huh. Mario Power Tennis. Oh my god. Final Fantasy Ta- Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Ultimate Card Games. No. <laughs> of course you got to play some poker. Uh Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. That's a great game. Uh Super Mario Brothers 3. Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, Metroid Zero Mission, Final Fantasy VI Advance, Yoshi's Island for GBA, Mario Golf for GBA, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, <laughs> Advance Wars, uh, Four Swords! No! But this is A Link to the Past with Four Swords. Oh, well then, okay, that counts. Uh, Castlevania Aria of Sorrow and WarioWare Twisted. This is a very weird list. That is a very weird list. Also, Golden Sun's nowhere on there, and so they're wrong. It was below it. I did see it in, like, the 21 to 25 range, because it was, like, 25 best games of the GBA. But anyway, uh, the Minish Cap. The Minish Cap. They just made it to the past again. Sort of. I mean, structurally, it's basically a link to the past. Like, yeah. obviously, you know, the gimmick of this is very different, because, you know, you got the whole... Small. Shrinking ability and like you can go into like miniaturized uh, locations and all that sort of stuff. So like all that sort of stuff is new and everything. And like there's mm-hmm. new items and stuff you'll get in dungeons like the the mole claws and the gust doohickey. Yeah. Like those are all new and everything. But like you break this down. I mean, it's basically you're right. It's just a link to the past again, which like it's fine. Like I, I don't see that as a complaint because like a link to the past is very good. It's a very good game. Mm-hmm. But it was just like playing this and like getting like you know going through it and everything. I was like, well, this is just they just they just did a link to the past again, which I will say it's it's different than um that second Castlevania GBA game they made, which was just they basically made a uh, uh, Symphony of the Night again. 
mm-hmm. which that felt more just like they were just remaking that game and just slapping it on the GBA with like different characters in a different location. This at least has different gimmicks to it, has different items and everything. It allows you to tackle dungeons in different ways than you normally would have in A Link to the Past because like, you know, you have different, you have a whole different set of, of abilities and items that you can use that makes it very different. Mm-hmm. So it's not a one-to-one just remake as like, you know, that Castlevania game kind of really felt like. <laughs> so it's not like, Oh, I'm just playing a link to the past again, which you, you you could just do that on the GBA. They put it out again on the GBA, so that yep. was just a thing. Uh, so like this this definitely had a lot of differences for it. So I don't necessarily see that as a negative. It just definitely has the feel of like, oh, I just kind of playing another version of a link to the past. Yeah. Um, I do think one thing that's really interesting about um Minish Cap is that Ganon is nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. Or Ganon. Ganondorf any any of his versions um we have Vati as the main villain wow I know um so that that was a a big difference (laughs) games is like hey I want to talk about the Minish Cab make me I want a hat that makes me turn into small I want a hat that makes him turn into small too but then you'd lose him because he would just he would fall into a crack and be like man help you just hear this tiny little like i can't find you i don't know where you are (laughs) where'd you go um as i mentioned earlier though i do really like that like zelda and link are friends Mm -hmm. um like he he's got his messy bed head and she shows up and like hey hey we gotta hang out come hang out and it's like holy dude you're friends with the princess that's kind of cool This cool dude. Yeah, I mean, just you know, he's just chilling. He's got his little yeah. blacksmith dad, grandpa. Is he a grandpa or a dad? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I think he I played be... this game seven years ago, as I said earlier. What? February was seven years ago. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I think it's a grandpa. I mean that that tracks in the usual Zelda sense uncle grandpa grandma he looks like an old man an old man he's he's a big tough tough sword fighting champ which i guess they do mention like in the the figurines which remind me to talk about the gotcha but they do mention in the figurines that like (laughs) (laughs) him him and the uh the king are friends and that they used to like sword fight together and stuff so i guess it makes sense that him Mm -hmm. and zelda would get to be friends because of them being friends yeah uh I think using the Wind Waker art style, or at least like kind of like a, a version of it, a version of it, yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, really works well with like the GBA and everything. Like, oh yeah, it makes this game pop more than like the other Game Boy Zelda games. Like, it just has a, such a different look than those it's games so did. Charming. Yeah, like it just it really fits this system in particular. Like, they were really able to like make the most of what they had in terms of you know system limitations and all that sort of stuff. I also love how bright it is. Yeah, it's a really just nice looking game. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I mean, like, y- you wouldn't expect this, a game on the Game Boy Advance to look this pretty, but it, it really it really does look quite nice. They did a good job in that aspect, for sure. They did. And I think, like, like they said in, like, the development stuff, like, they make, the, like, Hyrule, it's, like, the very centralized hub, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, you're able to, like, go to, like, all these different locations and, like, stores and everything. It's very, 
it's very different for like especially like the 2D Zelda games. Yeah. Cuz most of the time like, you know, you have these little towns but they're not like a hub where like you'll you'll keep coming back and like doing things and then like doing like little side quests, getting better equipment and everything. Like usually all that stuff is kind of like scattered about, but here they kind of like Oh, it's you know, it's 2005. Games have that we've we've seen centralized hubs become a thing in video games <laughs> over the past you know 20 years. So like, why don't we just do that for this game? And it works really well because like you do get to see these characters kind of like change in every if you're you're coming back back and forth from dungeons. You get to see the town change here a little bit. You get to like unlock more parts of the town as you progress through the game. So like, it really allows you to see just like. In a way, this like this living, living and breathing town that you really wouldn't have gotten in any other two D Zelda games at the time. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing because, as they were saying, like it feels very alive. Mm-hmm. Like they're not, they're not sitting there trying to, like help you on your quest this whole time. They're not relying on you. They're not. Their lives don't revolve around you at all. No, they got their own things to do. They got their own things to do. So like, you know there's a bit where i mean it takes forever for like the school to open up because they're doing school sessions yeah and then when the school's out they're like all right now you can come in but like they're just living their lives man princess of stone oops i still gotta go to school (laughs) which like i mean that's kind of how it would probably be in real life you just be like well that sucks i i gotta keep living though yeah um but I, I really like the town, and it's got a bunch of, like, fun characters in it. And it's got some returning characters. Like, we've got a version of Anju, um, the the cuckoo lady. We've got little Beetle. Uh, we've got the, the mailman. So you got some returning folks just chilling in the, in the town. Mm-hmm. Um, you've also got, like, the Legolas-looking... F- that show up everywhere that teach you sword tricks. Yeah, the sword, the sword uh, trainers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very weird. <laughs> I love those guys. They're very <laughs> weird. <laughs> yep. And, like you find one in Hyrule Town, like oh yeah, that makes sense. There's a sword trainer here. And then like you'll find the others just out in just like, very random locations. It's like uh-huh. what are you guys doing down here? And they're always like, I'm the best one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, well you all said that so. Who's actually best? And then, like even the dead guys, like I'm the best. And it's like, bro, you're dead. You're not even alive. <laughs> how I can was you the best? How can you be the best? You're dead. It's real goofy. <laughs> um, but yeah, like 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 we mentioned earlier, like the big one of the big gimmicks of this is that you get the four sword, and like it's obviously based off of the idea of what four swords and four swords adventures did, and like you know multiple links, you know doing their thing but it's but obviously this is a you know this isn't a multiplayer game so like you're not going around controlling four different links like they have these little like puzzles essentially that that change over time throughout the the game where like you know every dungeon you'll be able to enhance the sword and you'll be able to like gain a copy of yourself with these uh these puzzles essentially to where like at the end you'll have four you can make four copies and like usually it revolves around you having to like hit something or maneuver your all your copies in a way to get to whatever you have to like do with this puzzle or anything so i thought like i thought it was an interesting gimmick like and it was mm-hmm. pretty well implemented especially from you know its origins of four swords and everything which was a multiplayer game but i think they were able to kind of like 
take that idea and maneuver and or excuse me weave it into you know the single player game in such a way that even though it is gimmicky in a way like they made it work surprisingly well mm-hmm. and I thought that was pretty surprising considering you know I wasn't exactly sure how it was going to work or if it was like actually be something that would be kind of memorable in this game but it actually turned out to be something that you know is one of the things you kind of remember out of this game is like oh yeah you could do these little copies and do these little funky puzzles that aren't really in any other zelda game right because four swords doesn't exist no and this is definitely (laughs) not the prequel to it definitely not (laughs) yeah this game does a lot of really like interesting thing mechanically um as you mentioned there are the two new items that were fun you got the the mole mitts and then you have the gust jar and um those are not really something that we had. I don't think we got anything mold mitty again until Skyward Sword. Well, of course, because this game takes place between those two games, so that makes the most sense, obviously. <laughs> and then the guest jar, yeah, I don't think we really had anything like that. No. But you know, it's it's an interesting mechanic to have like these these new little thingies you can play with and um. Yeah, this game does a lot of things that are interesting. Like the um the the kinstones is another mm-hmm. thing that's kind of fun. Although it can be really frustrating cuz I always run out of this one particular kinstone yeah. style. I think it's an interesting idea. I don't know if it's necessarily well implemented. I wish there was a way to track who who has a kinstone and like what shape that they need. Yeah, like I feel like that would have been something they could have done if this was not a GBA game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like obviously they're they're lo- somewhat limited, but um, that would have been nice to be like, oh yes, I talked to this person. They want this green one with the three prongs. I can come back and eventually give them that. Instead mm-hmm. of so just having to be like, remember okay, what did you want? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta talk to everyone and see if they got if I need if I have the thing they need. Uh... Just like awkwardly stand next to him and see if the bubble shows up over their head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, are you? Do you want? Do you want to fuse with me? Do you? Uh, uh, okay, you don't want to fuse. All right, I gotta go. Uh, I'll move on. All right, you, <laughs> you. And then you also have to make sure that like you turn into a little minish guy and see if they want to fuse too. Yeah, like basically everyone essentially gets kind of like gets this mechanic. And then there's like I feel like there's some that like are like repeatable. Yes. Or and at least they have multiples. Yeah, and then there's some that are just kind of like a one and done. Mhm. Which give you I, I feel like those are the ones that give you like something like more significant. Like usually heart pieces are um yeah. like the um Tingle, the Tingle brothers and their it's a boomerang that they give you. Can you hear give this? Give a boomer. I you heard don't hear something. This, do you? I heard something. Okay. The cats are fighting. That's yeah, that, that tracks. <laughs> it do be like that sometimes. Uh, uh, also, like you mentioned earlier, this game has gotcha, which I, th- I thought I was very surprised by. <laughs> Man, the gotcha is the only reason I did not 100% at this time. There's so many like little like. Um, figurines you have to get like there's mm-hmm. there's a ton in this game and i was just like 
that's that's a lot. I don't know if I want to sit here and do this for <laughs> like spend all my currency. So I eventually it's like I got a, like a, a little bit, and then I was like, I'm good. Yeah, because it takes the mysterious shells to to run the mm -hmm. gacha machine, but like I I eventually ran out of those, and then you can do the infinite money trick, but that still takes a long time. And, and like each poll you do lowers the percentage or like mm -hmm. lowers the percentage of how many you need that will like will get you high odds essentially. So you're just you're just you're just dumping shells. Yep. Yep, you sure are. And it's... you gotta you gotta start whaling. How am I supposed to whale in Minish Cap? <laughs> just put in twenty dollars into your GBA and then it'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll turn into shells for you. No. I think that would be a great idea. Obviously, they <laughs> took this idea, and then they, the, when Xenoblade 2 came out, they are like, hey, this seems like a good idea. <laughs> you know what's not a good idea? What's that? Gotcha. I don't know what you're talking about. The only time that gotcha is acceptable... Well, I was going to say, like, I play gotcha games as it is, but that that's a whole different thing. But, like... It's fine in, like, Tears of the Kingdom. Because I can... That's funny. <laughs> That's funny, right? Like, this one's just, like, egregious. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, yeah, I, that's the only reason I did not 100% this game this time around is is because I didn't... I didn't have the patience to sit there and do the infinite money trick and get the shells and all that nonsense. Nah. Um, oh, I forgot to mention that um, Malin and Talon are in here too. Mm -hmm. So more returning characters. Yeah, they certainly give you like some some fan service from previous games for sure. Like obviously we, they mentioned the the stuff from the Ocarina games, but mm -hmm. like or the Oracle games, excuse me. But like you know, other stuff from other Zelda games are scattered throughout here as well. So it's not just like. Oh, we would put some Oracle stuff in here. <laughs> um, I also really, really, really like um Ezlo, your hat. Yeah, he he was a fun character. He's fun. He's just a little grouchy guy. Yep. Sitting on your head. Just trying to make Link do what he wants, and Link's just like, "I'm a gremlin." <laughs> I think the funniest thing with him is that um. When you when you go to sleep as Link, he takes the hat off and they just sleep next to each other. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's cute. It's pretty good. It's really good. Uh, yeah, he's um, he's been cursed by Vati into a hat. <laughs> into a hat. He's a little hat. Little hat. Now he's on your head. Yeah. Now Link has his green hat. Yeah, that's how that happens. That's how yep. that works. Yep. Um, as I mentioned, Zelda turns Zelda stone. Mm -hmm. She's stoned. Zelda stone the whole time. Um, whoa! Whoa! Uh, the king gets taken over and is is a grumpy man. Oh, Dompe is here, the gravekeeper guy. You get to hang out with some ghosts. Talk Spooky to some ghosts. ghosts. Um, there's a corrupt mayor. 
It's a man who falls asleep and shoes are magically made. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> oh, I mean, he only does the finishing touches, but... Um, so, yeah, there's just, like, like, a lot of fun stuff in this game. Like, it's really charming. Mm-hmm. Although, I, I talk a lot about this game. I don't. I want to hear more about what you think about this game. No, I, I enjoyed my time with it. Like, I thought, like you said, it's very charming. I thought the story was, was pretty fun, like... It's not offensive or anything in terms of, not like, offensive. being... Well, I mean, like, in terms of, like, if it's, like, bad or something like that. Like, it's obviously more story than most of the 2D Zeldas at that point really had. Yes. Um, But I think they did they did the most of it, and they did a good job with it. Uh, I thought that the dungeons were fun, um, even though, like, you know, they are kind of just, like, your prototypical Zelda dungeons for 2D mm -hmm. games and, like, you know, kind of exactly what you expect. But I thought the puzzles in them were, were fun, and, you know, they do some interesting things in those as well but yeah like i think it's probably the best game boy related zelda game easily yeah um something i wanted to ask you uh-huh um there are two bosses in particular actually three bosses in particular that i i think are interesting for different reasons in this um, one is the like statue guy with the the hands, and you have to mm -hmm. like turn minish and go inside of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that boss. I think it's such a cool boss. Yeah. Um, it's like Bongo Bongo on steroids. It's a very good use of you know the overall gimmick of this game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am. Terabad at the like sky manta ray boss fight where you have to fight like the two manta rays at the same time and they like keep crossing each other and trying to knock you off and you have right, to right, right, right. turn yourself into multiple links to hit the eyeballs yeah I'm so bad at that fight I, pr I probably used a lot of rewind in that fight <laughs> oh I forgot you could rewind yeah, so that's a good thing for the the Switch GBA games. I didn't <laughs> and do all those Switch Online uh, emulated games. The only time I tried to do a rewind was to see if I could, like, mess with the gotcha, and it didn't work. <laughs> it's like, no, this is set in stone. And it is apparently set in stone. As soon as you talk to him, it's set. But I couldn't reset it anyway. Even if I went to before I talked to him, I don't know what how it goes, but. They're like, no, you can't rewind this. I'm like, oh, okay, then I guess. Thanks. Um, and then the other one is um Vati himself. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty wild boss fight. It it has the same kind of thing of like you have to duplicate yourself to like hit the eyeball-y type things. Mm -hmm. Um But man, that's that's a pretty tough fight too. Not as hard as the Manta Ray ones for me, but that one was a tough fight. But I think that that's something that they do really well in this game is like they use the mechanics for the boss fights too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, you might use the dungeon item. You probably should use the dungeon item. Um, but you're not just using that. You're also using how the game actually plays to to fight which is neat mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's a smart thing to it really kind of puts like it 
makes the dungeons all have like their own like they feel very complete in that aspect because like it's not just oh you like you said use the the, the item and then you're you're scot free. It's like you have to kind of use everything yeah. to your advantage. It's rad. Um, I'm trying to think if there was something else I like wanted to bring up. I'm still mad about the gotcha. <laughs> what was I going to mention? I, I still think it's strange that, like, they're trying to connect this game to the, the greater timeline when the sword is out. obviously a very different sword than the sword that we deal with for the rest of the game series. Well, that's because they try and fit all these games into this dumb... I mean, oh God, we've 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 hashed this argument <laughs> 30 times at this point, but it's still... We're going to keep having it every time we talk about uh, all the game. It's just, it's, so, it's just dumb. That's that's the, the, the long and the short of it. It's dumb. Square peg. No one should take it seriously. Just don't bother with it. Just um, play the games and have fun. Yes. I am really happy that you actually like this game, though. Mm-hmm. One of my biggest concerns going into knowing you were playing this was that you were going to hate it, and I was going to be really <laughs> sad. I hate this game. Arr. I was worried. I was worried because like, I I love this game, and so I was like, oh, no, what if Jared hates it? And then what am I going to do? What am I going to do if Jared hates it? Cry. Probably. Honestly. It do be hell like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's... Hey, the Minish Cap is good. It's good. It's good. It's a lot of fun. Super charming. Mm-hmm. Bunch of weirdos. Yep. Link's, once again, a gremlin. It's always a good thing. Yeah, I like I like the games where Link is kind of gremlin <laughs> uh, but yeah that's uh that's minish cap for you mm-hmm. it sure was a video game that came out in 2005 and not 2002 i can't i can't time isn't real it is a video game that came out after the nintendo ds was released i can't i cannot deal with that it's very fake yes that's super do fake. not understand nope anyways uh that's gonna do it for us this week so if you'd like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cool is where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can find us on... I don't remember what I just said. Either way, uh, buy your books on Amazon. <laughs> One Shiny Moment of Critical Analysis of Love, Love, Sunshine, and Hot Dozen Pac-Man on Amazon.com, like I said. Any sports on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. Buy a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus content as well. Did you say we're on TikTok? I don't remember. Did I make that up? I mean, that I've said that a lot over the past six to year of us doing podcasts. I didn't realize we were on TikTok. Well, I haven't used it in like six months, so. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. <laughs> Minish Cap's uh, a good next, game. Yeah, next week, uh, something. I don't something. know. Depends on if Al beats Zelda or not. And well, if I beat Zelda I'm or not. Say, we have to both beat Zelda. <laughs> but I have more Justin. time than you to beat it than you have time to beat it. No, you're right. You're right. But you also have done more main story things than I have, so. We'll see. 
We will see. Either way, we'll figure out something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.